and welcome back to the Deviant Kitty Experience. This is Deviant Kitty here. I um, want to take this opportunity to apologize to all of our followers. Um, myself and Charles got married, so we're going to call this um, Season 2 yep. of the Deviant Kitty Experience. So I do apologize, and I just want to thank you all for sticking in there and following us and you know waiting patiently for the next podcast. So we got married March 18th, 2017. And in that process, there was a lot of planning and stressing out. So that's why we were lapsing in a podcast. Definitely. Um, I planned my own wedding and I do not recommend it at all. Um, if you're going to plan, I would definitely say, um, Make sure you have some money put away for a photographer. I think at looking back after the fact, that was the one thing that I kind of wish that I would have put money towards is having that photographer because we missed a lot of those intimate moments that you see, like the pictures of me getting ready or me getting in my dress and me waiting and him waiting and him getting ready. So um, I do recommend putting money away for that. Um we waited a little too long to yeah put any kind of money away yeah that was that was probably our biggest mistake that's that's i think that's the same mistake that pretty much everybody makes when they're trying to budget for something is you know that's off in the future they think you know well i've got plenty of time and then next thing you know you don't have plenty of time so, yeah, we've been engaged for what two years, two years and yeah. I was planning as soon as we as soon as he asked me to marry, I was planning, but the thing about it was is that the money wasn't there for us, so it came down to the wire, and I really have to thank my mom, my sister, and my aunt because without them, we probably wouldn't have had such an awesome wedding that we did have, yeah, so thank you so much, yeah, and yeah, also thanks to uh. Patrick. Yes, Patrick. If you're listening, thank you so much. And to your wonderful girlfriend, Brandy. Yeah. Because you guys stepped up and... I put like, in a lot of work. Moved tables and chairs. Yes. And, yeah. God, that Brandy, was... my mom absolutely freaking loves you. <laughs> she wishes yeah, that you does. lived here. But yes, thank you. Thank you guys so much for everybody who helped and everybody who was there. It, it means a lot. You know, it was really good to spend time with Pat. Like, I'm, I miss you, Pat. So, you know... It was really good to have you, and you came down, and I think the next time, you know, you come down, we'll definitely spend the weekend or the week just, you know... Not making you move furniture. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But, so, followers, thank you so much for being there and continuing to listen, and um, we hope that you enjoy Season 2 of the Deviant Kitty Experience. Um, in, In this process of getting married... I lost a friend, and it was, I I think it was a long time coming, I really, really do, Um, because I have come to the realization that I can only put up with so much or deal with so much and be there for people who, you know, who don't put any effort in towards me, so it was really kind of difficult but it was also a relief in the long run. Um, and that's kind of sad to say because me and this person, I've been friends for 15, almost close to 20 years. 
and we're no longer friends over over what I don't understand or don't know. So, you know, that was definitely a eye-opening experience for myself. Um, but other than that, I mean, the married life has been extremely well. Yeah, it's good. You know, we spend less time <laughs> together now than we did before. Right. So that doesn't make any sense to me, but, you know, it is what it is. So I want to talk about my experience last night. Oh, boy. So, me and my husband, we went out for karaoke at a local bar in our town. And my friends were there, an ex-co-worker and some co-workers and everything. And we were like, let's go to Monroe's. If you don't live in Florida, Monroe's is a strip club. <laughs> so, it was towards the end of the night. And I was like, I'm down. And my husband, of course, had to be at work in the morning. So, he could not venture with us. So we left the karaoke area and we drove an hour and a half to the strip club. Well, we get there and two of my coworkers can't get in because they're wearing shorts. They're not dressed up enough. And one of my coworkers was like, I was here last weekend and I was in flip flops and shorts. Now the dress code has changed. Okay. So we were like, okay. Might be the night of the week. But it was last Saturday too. He went last Saturday, and it was Saturday the day we went. And yeah, I have no idea. I don't know either. So we decided to go to Spearmint Rhino. We get there. We get in. My my ex-co-worker pays for everybody to get in. And me being the boss-ass bitch that I am, <laughs> I see that he has made change for, you know, a certain amount of money. So I turn around and put my hand out, and he puts, you know, some dollars in it. And we go and see, we sit down, and me and his friend are sitting up at the front of this of the stage. And, you know, we're throwing out the dollar bills, enjoying ourselves, drinking, talking, laughing. And I look behind me, and he, um, he's talking to, one of my friends is talking to this, this stripper. And I'm like, okay. She comes over, and she says something like, she starts talking to me and Sarah, and I can't understand anything that she is saying at this no. point in time. And I'm like, okay. And then I, I finally understand that she, that he paid for us to get a lap dance. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. So, you know, first of all, I want to thank my wonderful husband for letting me go to a strip club without him. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't know. I would have gone, but you yeah, know. I had work in the morning, and I ended up not even working, so it is what it is. So we, it was so, the the stripper took me, Sarah, and my coworker back to the back room for this dance. And it technically wasn't a dance. I don't know what was going on back there because she just started talking. It was, it wasn't even a dance. It wasn't like, hey, I'm going to try to grind up on you a little bit. I'm just going to talk your ear off and show you a little bit of boobage. And and that was it. It sounds annoying. It was. It was totally annoying. It was like really annoying because I guess that you know I'm a very well endowed female, and I guess that that's what she saw when she saw us sitting there was my huge ass knockers, and she was like, "I'm gonna suck on those." And I'm and I hear I hear this after the whole thing happened. Like it was just awkward. It was weird. It was annoying. Like. I go to strip clubs because I I don't want to hear women talk. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of one of the whole points. Yeah. So 
after the dance, or what the so-called dance was, was supposed to be, we go and sit back down. Me and, like, me and Sarah are like, oh, okay, cool. And I said, he shouldn't have paid any kind of money for that, because that wasn't a fucking dance. Then, and I felt bad for my coworker because she seemed very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. She's kind of a quiet person, and, um... That's how I found out her nipples were pierced. Nice. Last night. Nice. I didn't know. I was like, what the fuck is I going she's on? She's like freaking the sheets. I don't know. Quiet, shy girl got nipple piercings? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's dirty. <laughs> well, that, that makes me think of her in a whole new light. So we're sitting down, and the stripper who gave us this talkative lap dance is across the way. And she calls me over, and this guy she's talking to, I guess is a regular, and he's like, so, I hear that you beat up my friend with your boob. <laughs> and I'm like, no. You, you assaulting people with your breasts? I, I didn't know. No. And I was like, no. I, I think you got it twisted. That doesn't check out. And so... Later on, like, he, he he literally tries to reach out and touch my boob, and I had to, like, push his hand down. Like, dude, like, I get it, we're in a strip club, but listen, I'm not on the payroll, and you're not touching me. So, I go and sit back down. He comes over, like, maybe, like, 25, 30 minutes later. He's like, I'm, you know, when my friend gets out of getting a dance, I'm going to buy you all a drink. And me, being the person that I am, I said, are you paying for him? Because I had been told, hey, let's get a shot, and I ended up having to pay for my own shot. So I'm making sure that this is what's happening, because, um, yeah, I'm not buying a shot in a strip club. That shit's going to be overpriced. No, yeah, don't uh, don't drink in a strip club if you can help it. It's, it's, you're going to spend more money on booze than you are literally throwing money at people. Yeah. You know, and I, I support the hustle. I support the naked hustle, if that's what you got to do to make I, your money. Absolutely. Because some of the girls are really good girls. They don't do drugs. This is what they're doing to pay their way through college so they can become a doctor and save my life in the future. You know? I don't even care if they want to make a career out of stripping just because they like getting naked. I I believe in uh, that being a personal choice. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Definitely. So, fast forward. So, this stripper... She goes up to this guy, and this guy looks like a younger version of Wyclef John, but a little bit heavier. And he's got a stack of $400 sitting at the table next to him. Wyclef's kind of old. He might have a kid out there. It might be his kid. I mean, this is Florida. I know. Hmm. Shit, I'm trying to get my music career off and jumping. Damn. Yeah, should have said something to the dude. Yeah, right? So. Throw you a mixtape. <laughs> So the woman at first goes over there, the stripper, and she's trying to get his attention. He's on his phone. She takes the phone from him and sticks it in her ass crack. That is so gross. Yeah, and he pulls it out. She don't he, know where that phone's been. She, he don't know where her <laughs> ass has been. Let's be real. Ew. So he goes back to texting and whatever. So she gets up on the stage and she lifts up her shirt to the point. She just covers her boob. Oh, I didn't mention the fact that when she was giving us the lap dance, she had just gotten surgery on her boob or had surgery. So she still had tape covering the scars of where the... Okay. So, okay. I don't think she should have been dancing that night, but whatever. She's got to make her money. 
So she gets up on stage and, and lifts the, whatever she was wearing up to the point and keeps her boobs covered. She walks over to the edge of the, edge of the stage and um, sits on the stage. There's like, if you've ever been to a strip club, there's like that little bar that goes around the stage and like a little, little ledge where you put your drinks and your cigarette and whatever, your money. <laughs> That's what I've been told. Yeah. I've never really been. Yes, you've been. I've been to a few. So he's sitting close enough that she, like, she's a tall, she's a tall stripper. She reaches over and grabs $400 that he has sitting on the table and just throws it behind her. I'm onto the stage. Onto the stage. There's nobody on there. She just took that money. Yes. Nice. And I was getting rained with money. Like, like I had money falling in my face and I'm like, I'm, I'm getting a lot of attention and I'm fully fucking dressed. I don't understand what's going on. So I'm like, and then Sarah's like, oh my God, did she just take his money? I said, yes, she did. And then there's this big argument because there's money flying everywhere. Okay. And then he puts up his four fingers. It was $400. So I'm like, what in the actual fuck is going on right now? So when now? he did that, when you put up his fingers, what do you think he was trying to say? Do you think he's trying to say, I want my $400 back? That was $400 that you just threw. That was $400. I think that's what he was, that's what his intention, because he didn't, like, it wasn't like he handed her the cash. Right. She took it from the table that he was sitting at. Right. And just threw it. I don't know if he's a regular or what the case may be. So she's over there, and then she proceeds to de- to deal with this other kid who's like a couple seats down from this dude, and literally rips off his belt and sticks it around his neck, and he's like, oh no! Like some scared little puppy dog that's never seen a vagina before. And, um... At one point in time, like, the managers come over, and they're talking to the guy, and they say something to the stripper, so she starts gathering all the money that she's done thrown on the stage, and literally pushes, at, grabs it in her hand, and throws it back at him. And then he's sitting in the chair, and like, this man is cool and calm. He hasn't left the chair. Okay? And he puts up his hand again, like, $400, so she goes into her purse and tries to hand it to him like $400 and he won't take it. They take her off the stage and we're me and Sarah watching this drama unfold. I didn't realize it could be drama in a strip club. Like I really didn't. I've seen it a few times, but it's usually something stupid like a, uh, a fight breaking out or a guy, uh, touching a stripper inappropriately. Those are like the two most common forms of drama I've experienced. Well, what's inappropriately? Because it was... A- oh, I, I can tell you, I was at um, uh, a place called Diamonds in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah. With my buddy Matt, and uh, there's a group of men uh, a little off, a couple tables down from us, and, you know, the stripper's on the, on the stage doing her thing, and she's got her, her back to this group of guys, and, you know, she's shaking her ass or whatever, and this is a fully nude place. The guy just goes and buries his face in her ass and starts just eating her ass. Oh. That is inappropriate. Wow. The the security didn't even get to him faster uh, than the DJ jumped out of his booth, which was sitting probably you know ten feet in the air. Yeah, and he like leapt like a superhero over that booth. All, <laughs> did, all you heard like you just heard like his headphones and stuff unplug and the, the feedback, and he hopped over it and landed like right in front of where the dude was and just dragged him out of the strip club. It was amazing. Every one of those guys got kicked out. Wow. My friend Matt and I just had a great time. 
laughing about Well, that. there good. was this one girl, she came out, she had on a very elegant outfit. She had on thigh highs with a garter belt and underwear that matched and a nice bra. She had on like um, some kind of overlay of the thing. She she looked cute. She had on a collar. Yeah, some of those girls invest a lot of money in their outfits. Yeah. So she had a I collar mean, on with a with a with an O-ring. Oh, right on. I like those. Okay. If for some of you who don't understand a lot of a lot, that's part of the BDSM world. Yep. So, I'm sitting there and a few a few chairs down, this guy's got this stripper by her fucking hair and he's pulling on it. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's also inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, but nobody did anything. Like, I almost got up and did something, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not at work. Um, I'm here to enjoy myself. If she feels that she is being touched inappropriately, she can say something. And that's another thing. Um, it, yeah. all, it all depends on... I mean, the club might have one set of limits. Yeah. But each stripper is going to have their own set of limits. They have to... You know, adhere to the club standards, but then they can also have theirs. Like, yeah, you know, the club might say, "Well, it's okay to, you know, touch them on the tits, but only if they're okay with it." Yeah, you know, because some strippers sit there, give you a lap dance, and you could grab their titties all day long, and they're okay with it. Some strippers hate it. I had a girl a stripper when I went to a club one time. Couldn't put your hands anywhere on her body other than her hips. Okay. And that's fair to me, you know, that's, I mean, they are getting naked for a living, but they're still human beings who have, you know, boundaries and you got to respect that regardless of whether or not you're paying them to get naked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I got a lot of attention, you know, because I have... Take old bitties. Yeah, so I stuck the dollar down there in the cleavage and those girls would come over and they would, I I think I got motorboated like six times last night. Yeah. Yeah, uh, female strippers love female uh, guests. Yeah. Because they know they can do a lot more with you mm-hmm. without it getting weird and inappropriate. Mm-hmm. They know you're probably not going to stalk them out to their car and rape and kill them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, we had a good time. And like it was like four something in the morning and my friend's like, let's go. I'm like, really? Y'all are party poopers. Shit. I haven't, I haven't pulled an all-nighter in a long-ass time. Yeah. Been a while. So, I'm going to have to bring this up. Oh, boy. I know. So, before 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 we left the karaoke, I realized that I forgot my keys at home. So, I told my husband to sleep on the couch and leave the door unlocked so that I could get in when I came home. It was 5.30 in the morning when my friend dropped me off. I'm calling and calling and calling. I called the house phone. I called the cell phone. I knocked on the door. I love my husband very much, baby. I love you. I love you so much. It wasn't until 7... 20? 7... 20 that he finally answered the door. So I was sitting outside for an hour in like 15, 20 minutes. I felt terrible, but... I feel like I should explain what happened. <laughs> um, it, it, you know, it wasn't intentional on my part. I plugged my phone in, set an alarm, and slept on the couch just like I said I was going to. But um, I guess some somehow in that night, the plug on my phone it came a little loose, and it was already pretty 
low on battery life at that, you know, by the time I plugged it in, it was down like 15 or 16%. So it ended up dying. So she was calling a dead phone. Uh, um, and my, obviously my alarm on my phone didn't, wasn't able to go off. So I missed all of that. I don't know how I didn't hear the house phone, uh, but I think I, it, I'm just not used to that sound yet. So I slept right through it. And I am a fairly heavy sleeper, but I will wake up for my phone ringing and my alarm because I know those sounds. I'm used to them. I do that. The knocking on the door again. I don't know why I didn't wake up to that. That's something that usually gets me right up. Yeah. But I did have a few drinks last night. I I, I was I've been giving him shit all day about it because I literally was like the things that were running through my head were okay. Did he forget to sleep on the couch? Is he in the bedroom where you can't hear shit in there? Great. And I didn't want to knock so loud that I woke up, you know, woke up my husband and our roommate, like, in a panic, or the neighbors around us, because we live in an apartment building. Um, I was starting to think at some point in time, oh my God, is my husband in there drowning in his own puke? <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't that drunk. I, I didn't. I don't. I didn't know at this point in time because when I, I left, you were leaving the bar and we were going someplace else. So and then I'm like, oh my god, what is happening? And then I started crying because I was getting eaten up by mosquitoes and I was just like, I just want to go to my bed. <laughs> and I literally thought I was going to have to wait until somebody got up to go to work for me to come inside. And I felt bad when I walked in the house. I was like, did you not hear me calling you? I've been sitting out there since 530. Uh, I feel bad, honey. I, I love no, you. I feel bad, too. I love you, too. I feel bad. Uh, you know, my phone died. I, don't, I barely remember opening the door this morning. I was so dead, you know, dead asleep. Yeah. I, for, I, for a while there, I didn't, I didn't realize that I was the one who had opened the door, so... Well, yeah, I think I, I think I was still half asleep when I did it. So you must have because, um, yeah, I roommate didn't. I even called him. I even tried to FaceTime my husband, and <laughs> still nothing. <laughs> it didn't work. But yeah, that was my experience last night. It was it was really good, and I I I mean I had a good time. Who doesn't like going to the strip club? Oh, absolutely. You know. Um, well, heck, let's uh let's talk more strip clubs. Okay. I've got a, a pretty fun story okay. about um, a strip club that I went to with your guitarist, Brad. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and another co-worker. Because uh, I used to work with Brad way, way back in the day, about 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, this other guy we worked with named Dave. This is way back in the day at one point point there were no strip clubs in St. Lucie County. Really? Yep. So we had heard a rumor that there was a strip club in Okeechobee. Oh god. And honestly, it's it's like 30, 35 minutes away. If you're gonna drive that far away to go to a strip club, go south. Mm-hmm. Go to Palm Beach or something like that. We went west to Okeechobee, which, <laughs> if you're unfamiliar with Okeechobee, uh, they're actually kind of world famous right now for, you know, 
arresting and handcuffing a 10-year-old autistic boy uh, in school, but that's a whole other subject we can get into later. That it's a it's kind of a podunk little town. Um, it's horrible, horrible. Uh, it is it's the epitome of uh, Florida redneck town. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, cattle farms and 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 that's pretty much it. Uh, lots of drugs out there. Mm-hmm. So we heard rumor of this strip club, and so we decided to drive out there. We ended up getting directions to it from. Uh, somebody working at a convenience store and we were all half drunk already and we finally got to the strip club what was the name of the strip club? Oh, I can't even remember the name of it it was so disgusting though that place was ugh it was filthy so we all saddle up next to the you know the stage area it's right, so you've been to um uh whorehouse Yes. Okay, you know how that's set up? With the bar in the The middle. bar? Yeah. That's pretty much how this strip club was set up. It's like, the strip club didn't sit real, or the strip club, the, the actual uh, stage didn't sit very high. Uh, it was about bar height. Okay. And, um, and, uh, uh, and that's pretty much where everybody sat. There weren't many tables. It, as far as I recall. So we sat like right at the edge of the stage Mm -hmm. and, uh, and we're drinking and, and, uh, the, this girl's walking around selling jello shots. I'm like, all right, cool. They're like $2 a piece. And, uh, but she, Oh God, this place, I already had like the heebie jeebies from being in there. Yeah. Um, she, the way she served you the jello shots was she would, you know, hold the little cup, and then she would, like, dig it out with her finger and shove it in your mouth. And I, I, I did not want her fingers in my mouth. Uh, That's nasty. Yeah. The one chick that was stripping at the time mm-hmm. uh, was an Asian girl. And uh, I died laughing. She had uh, the surgery, giant surgery scars from her, yeah. from her new boob job. I died laughing because I could see off back behind the stage her uh, uh, baby carrier with the baby in it. What? Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was was an Asian baby. That's how I know it was hers. She's literally the only Asian in there. And, uh, And our coworker, Dave, probably like five times in a row, kept getting, uh private dances from mm-hmm. this one stripper and I'm pretty sure uh, more than dancing was going on because he was going into the champagne room mm-hmm. which was like a broom closet this place was <laughs> it was I'm telling you it was a it was like a converted Hardee's uh, so gross so gross and he kept coming back and I was zipping up his pants all smiling and I'm like man you are gonna catch something you're gonna need shots for I couldn't get out of there fast enough but the drinks were pretty cheap, um, so I guess that's a, a good thing. No. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was gross. All, like, all the women in there were, like, just, it was, it was trailer trash, you know, and I hate to, like, denigrate somebody for their uh, mm-hmm. economic status or whatever, 
but it was like it was just gross. Ew. It was it was like it was about two steps below body talk. Listen. <laughs> Body talk is not that bad. No, I know. I talked shit because Gina worked there. Mm. I, um... She kind of brought the standards down a little bit. I went on a blind date with this guy. And we were bar hopping. And we ended up at Body Talk. Which is another strip club. And there was a girl that was dancing. And I was like, I... I now, if I were to venture... Down the road of being with another woman. I would want someone with some thickness. I am not into the skinny bitches. Sorry. Um, so there was this girl. She had tattoos all over. And they were really, really good tattoos. Like they were... The artwork was just fucking phenomenal. And the guy's like, you like her? I was like, she's a cot. So I got a lap dance from her. And now that was a lap dance. He saw, He sat off next to me while she gave me a lap dance. And she she talked while she danced, but she actually did something besides just make fucking just bad jokes. Mouth, yeah. oh, you know, terrible. so I mean, I had a lot of fun, and I would definitely, and I can't wait for us to get the opportunity to go to a strip club together. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's going to be fucking amazing. Yeah, you know, but um, yeah, I had a good time last night. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it was it was enjoyable. It was definitely enjoyable. 